Welcome to the After Dark Podcast with Anthony James and Conrad. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hello and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I'm Anthony James and that's Conrad. Hello. We're almost there. One more episode of Dark to go. We thought we would take a little bit of a retrospective look at this family tree. Conrad made the very sensible, and I don't know how he made this decision, but to not look at the family tree. Um, so yeah. we we have now have its its rich rich fruit to uh, to eat eat off now. Uh, no pun. I think it's intent. rotten to be honest. A lot of the a lot of the fruit <laughs> of this tree is full of worms and other yeah. bad stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so we're going to get into some stuff here. Uh, I might try and put myself on a little because so Conrad still hasn't seen the last episode. So I, I'll I'll be on a leash a little bit in certain regards. Maybe I don't really think it's going to be much though. To be honest with you, um, there might be some discussion around a certain character in this. I'm foreseeing that uh, we haven't really talked about in a few episodes. So that'll be good. And I think Conrad, what do you say if they subscribe on audio apps and subscribe on the Culture Cave YouTube channel as well as Leave a comment if you want to talk to us. Or give it a like. I'd say we're ready to go in. Yeah, let's do it. I, I don't know what it is. But when I kiss you, it's like I'm kissing my brother. Okay, so if you haven't been to the website, dark.netflix.io, you are missing out. Because once Conrad's finished the show, I'm going to tell him to go and explore this website. Because it has every bit of information about the show you need follows character arcs and everything like this uh, obviously we're just going to look at the family tree i have entered in the details that we've only seen season three episode seven and this is what it's given us uh so, i have a question for you yeah. how many how many times roughly have you read through this entire website uh at least once okay. i will say but there's some characters i've i've read through multiple times okay. uh it's like you know because you have Basically, every picture on this, um, for the audio listeners, Conrad can actually see the, the family tree. I'm going to say everything out loud for you, so you will be able to follow us, um, but but Conrad can actually see it. So, like, basically, without, I'm not going to, we are on the correct thing, so no matter what I click here, it's not going to give you a spoiler, because uh, mm. it, it, it cannot give us something that we don't want to see. So let's just click on Agnes, uh, Prime Agnes Nielsen here, right? Sure, yeah. Everyone you go into, it actually gives you all the information. If I want to scroll down through her story... It shows me her birth. Everything. It shows you her whole life. So yeah. you, this is a way for you to properly be able to keep up to date with the characters of the show. Okay? Okay. Yeah. So if you are on a rewatch, Conrad, or where, when, we're, when we come around to doing it with Emmett, uh, when we're doing the season per week, if you want to catch up on stuff rather than watching the show, you can just do it on this website. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So let's start off with our most recent revelation. Uh, and basically, I probably will have already played the Vincest uh, theme because this thing's going to be all about Vincest. Let's <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, I'm going to say this now. There's a lot of lines connecting character <laughs> connecting characters in this in ways that I maybe hadn't anticipated. So yeah. yeah. So I'm going to immediately drift over to the because uh, you see, there's a lot of people on the alt side we don't really know. A lot of blank faces on the alt side, uh, but the connections are still there. So we're going to go over to the uh, prime side, and just so you know, mm. this is this is canon. This like this is official website from the from the creators of the show. Okay, just so to- no one's like shipped Peter Doppler and Marta in, <laughs> in, in <laughs> into a relationship on this site. No, exactly. Um, okay, you know they, they are keeping keeping stum about the whole uh, Alexander is a Yassin thing. 
Yeah, but uh, but that's just to be expected. Yes, it isn't on this tree, I don't think, and that's for a reason. Okay, so basically, we had the revolution revelation that Hannah Carnvald, Hannah Carnvald, and Egon had yes. a baby, Cilia. Now there, mm. that was one of the revelations. Now, now obviously, straight away we can see some some lines connecting here because <laughs> Cilia eventually gets with Bartos, which means just going to zoom out a little bit here, Conrad. What does that mean? <laughs> Look at this. Oh no! So, the, so wait, hold on. Bar, so, Bart. Well, I mean, Bartos. I, I so okay. I had my everyone is a Nielsen theory, but now it appears like everyone is a Tiedemann <laughs> based on what we're getting out of this. Like, so because Bartos is is the the great. Wait, what was Egon to him? His great grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, so Egon's his great grandfather, which which uh, and then his ch- children are Noah and Agnes. Yeah, so basically everyone comes from Egon, but <laughs> is what I'm getting from this this part of the the family trees. We've got Egon and Doris, they produce Claudia, and who 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 uh, gets with Tri- oh, and this also confirms that theory I had. I guess this isn't coming up in episode uh, episode eight. The Regina is uh, a, a child of Tronta and Claudia's infidelity. Uh, well, that's that's what that would seem. So, yeah, remember, I mean, that was pretty much like ninety nine percent confirmed. To be honest, yeah. Remember, this is Eva's flaw in her um in her thing. So, this is what Eva's flaw. If you had looked at Eva's flaw back in the day, right? Yeah. This is what it, what it showed. So, basically, I think we can we, we can trust Eva. Uh, to to can we? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's my first mistake. So so basically, we have uh, Egon. Uh, is the father of Cilia, but also the great grandfather of Bartos. So that would make Cilia uh, Bartos's great great aunt. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean about like trying to draw my attention oh, to the more, more incestuous side of this. So, yeah, again, not good in the <laughs> in the in the gen- in the genetic lottery. You're sort of playing with playing with fire there to mix metaphors. Yep, exactly. But it it also means that uh, Cilia and Jonas are half siblings uh yes it does yeah okay so that oh this starts to get into some dicey territory now then because if Celia and Jonas are half siblings then um Agnes when Agnes and the cleanup crew have Tronta are uh, hold on <laughs> so when Agnes and the cleanup crew have Tronta that means there's some relation between um, between uh, basically everyone in the entire Tiedemann line. Yeah. Because there's they're like well, it's, oh, well, certainly after Claudia and um, Claudia and Tronta have 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 Regina, because Regina is a child of of I mean it's loose incest at that point because they're probably like second cousins or something, but it's again close enough to close enough to pinch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I will just want to mention here, quite while we're on this part of the family tree, Sebastian Kruger. Um, oh, a flattering picture of Sebastian Kruger here. No, it's not. No, uh, of Hannah's. It's like an e- fucking extra out of the Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. The stand-in. Um, he's basically he's Hannah's father. Now you know how we talked about maybe that they did change paths at the end of season one. Yeah. In season one, they did release a family tree, and next to Sebastian Kruger, there was a line to a question mark. So his Hannah's mother was originally part of the plan of the show. Oh, okay. Um, and then they they sort of abandoned that because they they've moved away. Unless it comes up in the last episode. Um, 
Yeah, so there we go. We uh, also Daniel Carnvald here, uh, who is Enos Carnvald's father, and he's you yeah. know he's he's got a, he's got an abortion guy. So if you need you need an abortion, get in touch. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm he, not that surprised not to see his wife represented on this, to be honest. It seems like the the fact that he's married and there is a woman in his life is entirely secondary to Daniel Carnvald's existence. So. He's another one who in the original plan in season one, in the in the, in the official uh, uh, family tree that they had, he had a question mark next to him too. Oh, okay. That's so interesting. Sebastian Kruger's partner and Daniel Carnvald's partner were originally part of the plan. I think it probably originally, in my mind, it was going to be similar idea of a big mess of uh, incestuous family tree. Not except it was going to stay. I don't think it was. I don't think it was originally going to be like literally like Power Rangers esque in in terms of like sending people out and doing stuff. I don't think it was. Yeah. It was going to be like that, but uh, it ended up being that way. Okay, so that's the Tiedemann part, um, according to Eva's floor. Mm. What about so there we get confirmation as well? Bartos and Celia, parents of Noah and Agnes. Yeah. Now Noah is not connected to anyone here, but he does appear somewhere else on the family tree. Uh, so don't worry about that. We know that. Um, so here in the middle is Gary. Yeah, <laughs> the infinity symbol. I'm going to say something which we haven't actually talked about on the show before. Okay. Um, and I don't know how we've avoided it, but wouldn't it seem? That there's only one Gary. Yeah. So uh, if there's only one Gary, how is there two Tronters? Uh, well, I mean, he he's he's uh, too much man for just one woman. I think is the. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he needs to he needs to marry both Agnes's and live out live out his life in in bigamy. Like I, I think the, the I think the marriage. Uh, part of it maybe is in a bit of a question at this point. I don't know if they actually <laughs> yeah. officially went through with the marriage. The Marry's way a priest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you the, can do it. the way I the way I sort of always saw it was um, that perhaps uh, perhaps like you know the unknown Gary. Uh, obviously, he's been going around cleaning everything up, clean up crew, doing doing basically yeah. his mother's bidding. Um, I I view this creation of Tronta as a bit of a a bit of a, a a job on the list of old Gary. That's how I sort of view oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Or, what, what do you mean? Um, as in, in like in both worlds, the, the the fact that Agnes has to have Tronter is, is purely functional. Like they're they're doing it because they have. Not to. necessarily. Like I don't think I don't. Well, we haven't had any. Maybe in the last episode there'll be something about that. I'm not going to say so. But 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 I don't I don't think we've had evidence yet that that it would swing either way. Just for me, especially at this point, I was thinking to myself like. Well, maybe he was married to the one from his world, and then this, and then realized that actually I have to go and be with the other Agnes too. Mm. I will say actually, my my original theory. Now I'll try and say this in a way that I don't think there's any. Well, this was a theory I had at the end of season two. Uh, my theory was that basically. I thought that all of this mess started happening back to the future. You know how back to the future Biff goes back and gives himself the book yeah, and then eventually yeah. that makes him like a load of riches and then they have the casino, right? So my 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 thought at the end of season 2 was that there before time I thought I my theory my I theorized that time would split, okay? Mm-hmm. Into these two worlds and that's that was something that I thought but I thought it would split the re- the fact that there was only one tr- one uh, 
because they released this image, and this is why we didn't go through this in my theories video back in the day, back at the end of season two, we didn't go through this because they released the, this image with the infinity symbol on Eva's floor, and I didn't want to give you that spoiler. So basically, I theorized, but because there was only one father of Tronta, I sort of theorized that before the split in time happened, obviously that was all my theory, we didn't even know if a split in time was going to happen, still don't, but uh, whenever I, I theorized that there would be a split in time, but before the split in time was when Tronta was born. So, okay. so Tronto was only born once, and then the split happens, which creates the two Trontas. That was my idea. But, but he'd still need to have the Nielsen's, the, Niel, the Nielsen family line in both worlds with Yana, right? Like at some point, someone's going to yes. have to have sex with people on, in both. Yeah, worlds. to create to create Jonas in the first place. Yeah, yeah. but at that, that at that time though, I didn't know that. Um, I guess yeah, if you the, the Infinity anymore. symbol was going to end up being the child of Jonas and Marta. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all a boots. It's all a sort of a predetermined bootstrap paradoxy thing, anyway. Um, so it could have worked that way, anyway. But anyway, that's 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 what I was still thinking. I was thinking there was there was only one Tronta, and then the world split, and we had two Trontas. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. So now let's have a look. Um, here we go. We get confirmation of who Herman Elbers is. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So the farmer um, with his dead sheep. Yeah. So sheep that's farmer. that's uh, Katharina's father. Um, okay. You might notice he is called Elbers. Uh, she was called Elbers when she was twelve. I think that proves that she has at least one stage in her life been the victim of uh, abuse from her own family. And also, I also believe that that proves that Katharina Elbers or Nielsen is a product of incest. So, so you think they're they're related? Like I think these two might be siblings. I think other. siblings or cousins, potentially uncle, young uncle. Like my father had an uncle who was only seven years older than him. You know. Well, in that case, I'm glad his sheep died. Oh yeah, yeah, kill, kill. Not for the not not for the sheep. The sheep didn't deserve it, but he deserved it. He he, he deserved it. <laughs> I'm glad he's not going to get any light. Or maybe he'll turn up in episode eight. Somehow I doubt it, but, <laughs> but yeah, never know. Now, now, unfortunately, the perfect match that was Jonas and uh, Marta. You see here, our original Marta here is, is is just not connected to anyone. Yeah, whereas Jonas is popping up all over the place. <laughs> yeah, Jonas is, <laughs> Jonas is like a weed on this family tree. Can't keep him down. Yeah, <laughs> the horn dog, unfortunately. Okay, okay. So let's then move up and have a look at this fella, okay. Heinrich Tannhaus. Yep. We saw he was uh, Gustav Tannhaus's father. Um, yep. we know there was something to do with someone being called Charlotte because remember the uh, the the watch was came from back in this time. Yeah, so they had the watch. I I didn't interpret that as them being necessarily related to the, to Charlotte. The, the the thing I really took away from that was them mentioning that uh, Gustav's mother was really into the Ariadne play, which seems like a fairly. But the watch says finger. for Charlotte in it. It does, yeah. But I. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying related to our Charlotte. I'm just saying there was a Charlotte. There was a Charlotte. Yeah, I guess so. Like I. I Whenever I see that watch, I'm just like, it's never <clears throat> Charlotte. Never has that watch. It's always someone not called Charlotte who <laughs> who has that watch. Um, whereas the the Ariadne stuff seemed like a pretty clear pointer at um, at Marta, but she's not here. So maybe that'll turn up in the next episode. Oh, yep, yep. Right. Well, this is again, this is entered for the current episode we're on. So also, can I just say that the naming conventions in the in the uh, the Tannhaus family are great. Like Heinrich, Gustav, Leopold, and what's H.G. Tan? Oh, we don't know. Um, I, I think what was H.G. Wells? Probably Heinrich Gustav Tannhaus. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember what H.G. the H.G. and H.G. Wells stands for, which is presumably what that name is a reference to. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, maybe it's Heinrich Gustav. All right. So then uh, Charlotte is obviously adopted by H.G. Yeah. She gets with Peter. 
Then we have oh, so no- she, she Charlotte doesn't have a doesn't have a double edged line to or, or like a circle to indicate the uh, cyclical nature of her relationship with Ellie. No, no, no. That's uh, oh, a shame. Yeah. Well, actually, well, if you look here, look, it's it's like going down and then in here and then down here up here. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So there is kind of a. It's not really. You could draw it as a circle, but they're done with straight lines. Um, yeah. Francisca. So far in the show, there's been no child of Francisca and Magnus. Yeah, I, I wonder whether we will see that at this point. I guess there's, you know, there's there's every chance it could happen, but they seem. I feel like a child would have been mentioned at this point, but we'll see. Yeah, well, may you know, again, like I'm just sort of spitballing here for where we are up to because I don't want to give them anything away, but just for the sake of the lols, they they might have uh, realized that they were distant cousins and decided. Yeah. yeah, probably enough incest in this tree here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to deal with a baby with web feet if I can help it. Yeah, exactly. Also, Francisca in the first season does seem like someone who might make the decision not to have children. Yep, entirely possible. No, she's a very independent which woman. Is a, which is a very respectable decision. You don't need to have children. No, 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 nothing that. Right, so let's go up here. Now, this is the part where... Oh, here we go. Now this, we're getting into things. Now, this is stuff that obviously you might think this is a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler because I put in the correct episode time. Yeah. So basically, on Eva's floor, there are these random names here, which are we are left to decide upon ourselves <laughs> yeah. what they mean. So, Burnt Doppler, obviously, and Greta yeah. Doppler. You might notice here, it's, com- it's confirmed in the family tree now that Halga is not a product of Burnt. No, Anatole v- Veliev. Who, now, who the fuck is that? I think the best. Now we know that uh, she said something to the effect of wasn't conceived in w- was conceived in sin or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She has um, said it was conceived through either adultery or, or rape or yeah. you know some extramarital um, extramarital yeah. affair. So basically, the, the fandom I think has settled on this being an allusion to the phenomena of um, of soldiers from World War Two, foreign and domestic. I think um, uh, raping uh, women who uh, in the, the local women. So I think okay. I think right. this is this is an allusion to this being a, a soldier from a different country. Yeah, I mean it would make sense with the Russian name. Um, yeah, to, to be honest. Yep, and then here we go: Peter Doppler, Halga Doppler, Ula Schmidt. Yeah. Okay. So we don't know any Schmidts, um, and yeah, Ula is not a name I've I've seen before, unless it's been written down somewhere and I've missed. Uh, it. Ula. Well, this is the thing. I went down this rabbit hole. I don't think it's the same character because this Ula has passed away, according to Peter. But Ula Schmidt is the same name. Ula is the same name as Obendorf, the mother of Eric. Ula Obendorf. Oh, okay. But I don't. But I don't think it's the same character. Um, this character has passed away. This, this, to be honest with you, is a source of frustration for a lot of fans. See, the see us talk about these characters. People might think that this is spoilerific, uh, and people might be annoyed that we're doing this before the final finale. But you know what? I, I, I'm past Karen at this point. Uh, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, this is not this is not spoilerific. We're on a website that literally is for you getting through the show, so you understand it. It's it's we're we're rewarding Conrad for holding out for like four episodes without looking yeah. at this. And I I I mean if if stuff like this ends up being important, it's it like I, I'm knowing a character's name. Like none of these names mean anything to me. So yeah, finding yeah. out. Helga's married, uh, or Helga uh, produced uh, Doppler with a woman called Ula Schmidt. Tells me literally nothing because yeah. I have no, I, I have no context for that name whatsoever. It's like, who was she? Is that an anagram of Hanno Tauber? Because I said that, <laughs> I, I said that, like, 
like I, actually no i think i said helga was was noah's son so that that joke doesn't even work but you know it could be anyone yeah yeah exactly okay so ula schmidt uh this is a source of frustration for a lot of fans they don't okay. a, a lot of a lot of fans think this is one of the biggest annoyances of the show is that we didn't actually ever meet peter's mother yeah um yeah. i think it's interesting because we didn't meet uh hannah's mother um a lot of people a lot of people uh, i think and sebastian kruger kruger let's be honest he's divorced like yeah. he, uh, <laughs> her mother was well out of the picture by the time by the time, by the time we met her look at that man that's a divorced man yeah um but uh i think the frustration comes from one the black and white photo in adam's lair of peter yeah right yeah that's that's like one big a rabbit hole. that's 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 a red herring um, but I think it's also because Halg is such a weird guy and he's like very sort of very childlike and people really wonder who, who would, who he would be with. Yeah. That he doesn't seem like he's very adept at romance to be honest. So like th- yeah, uh, this is, this has made me theorize in the past just for fun that maybe she was a prostitute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, all right, yeah, a, a bang maid to uh, to <laughs> borrow the parlance of um, of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. But uh, but I think I think probably just because it was uh, so many red herrings in terms of Peter, like he arrived late in Winden, uh, there was a black and white photo of him. I think the fact that it was just nothing annoyed yeah. people. You, you'll like... you'll also get people. You'll also get random people coming in comments and saying, so what, the Alexander storyline was nothing? It's like, what are you talking about? It wasn't nothing. That was a massive storyline. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, ca- cause the apocalypse. Like, so, what-, what we're essentially saying here is that Ray is the, uh, uh, Peter Doppler is the Ray Skywalker of Dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. actually no, they reverse course on that, and it's the spoilers for the Last Jedi, I guess. But like, it, like at, at the end of um, uh, what's the what's the middle one called? Is it Rise of Skywalker? Last Jedi. Last Je- Last Jedi is the the Ryan Johnson one. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of that one, where it's like your parents aren't anyone important, that's where Peter Doppler <laughs> like, yeah. sits in, in the. Uh, maybe in that the maybe they'll do a do a like a a, a spin off. Yeah. And he'll end oh, up well, being, the end of episode, yeah. yeah, the end of episode eight, he's like, my name's Peter Peter Nielsen. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's I, I'm I'm holding my breath for that to be honest with you, but uh, can't wait, can't wait. But yeah, like the the, the biggest annoyance I have. Um, and I, th- I think some of our viewers might share this view with these people, but I'm just going to be honest. It does annoy me because I see it a lot, and I don't. I've got to a point when I when I see it on Reddit and see it in comments now, I just don't even engage anymore uh, because okay. I, I've tried to explain it so many times. Or just like the amount of people who have who always say to me, "Now where the hell are they? Yeah, the amount of people that say to me, "I'm sorry," like these literally once a week on the Reddit, someone puts this as a big text post. Okay, the one thing that annoyed me about Dark. I'm sorry, what was the point of Magnus and Francisca? Like, I just, oh, I can't. It's a nice life story. I can't do it anymore. I, yeah, I, I, can't Listen, enga- I can't engage with that sort of thinking anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say this now. As someone who has never engaged with the subreddit and probably never will, Magnus, this show is so good because it does all the time travel stuff while also remaining grounded in the human stories. That's what's cool about it. And Magnus and Francisca is a very good human story. Like, it's important to have that so you can, you know, see people just living their lives and the costs that this 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 uh this whole fucked up situation uh extorts from them like i i think Mag- magnus and francisca no one would accuse them of being plot critical but you know it's a pretty cool storyline it's a nice little romance i'm all for it yeah i'm all for it too and you know like we, we've already seen them they, they went and took Marta away like so they do yeah, they do something stuff. that is integral to the show at some point so 
It is. Yeah, what it is. and and you know, Magnus has a has a cool Motley Crue tattoo as well. So, <laughs> or old Magnus does at least. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so and this will finish off on this side of the family tree with the man who started it all. There he is, <laughs> Mikkel Nielsen turns into Michael Nielsen, uh, Michael Carnvald, and he is the one who starts the whole incestuous thing. Yeah. Because they... because because it makes Jonas kiss his aunt. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Mikkel. Here's a question for you, actually. Um, on the this is not really related to to the the, the subject of this this um, this episode of After Dark, but I, I it's brought something to mind, right? Jonas can't kill himself because yeah. time won't allow it because his older self exists. But do you think that if Michael Carnvald, if 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 Jonas had gone back rather than go back to 1986, he had somehow come into possession of one of those orbs and had gone back to I don't know, like 2017 or something. And told Michael to kill himself. Then <laughs> that that time would have allowed him to kill himself, right? Because Good. his older self doesn't really. I mean, I guess his. I guess two years older Michael Carnvald exists, but like the the, the, good, the sort yeah. Of yeah yeah binary. Yeah. It, it's a it's a good question. Uh, except I'm going to be the most annoying person in the world and just tell you the correct answer. Okay. Uh, and you're not, you know, the, the theorizing or the or the or the sort of uh, the hypothetical mind of you is not going to like this answer, but it's true. Everything yeah. in the show happened the way it happened, and it can't change. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so theorizing what would happen if he went back two years earlier, it's like, well, no, but that didn't happen. It can't happen. Yeah. And uh, so I don't even care about having that conversation. <laughs> to, uh, to our audio listeners, if you just heard a loud bang, that was the sound of uh, Anthony bursting my balloon. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just, you know, what, 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 like, what, what would happen if Noah was really into ska music in his, in his late <laughs> <Yeah>. teens. <laughs> With a name like Hanno. That's, yeah. that's a, that would, he'd, I could imagine him wearing like uh, checkerboard shoes and playing a trombone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I think that's canon at this point. But, uh, okay, so last thing. Um, do you think that Enos was involved in Sigmundus in any way? <laughs> because there's a lot of people in the fandom who still believe she was. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the, the family tree implies that, you know, she, she came from a lonely man and she was a lonely woman herself did she did she mention her husband i can't remember she's definitely lost a child but i can't remember if she said she was married to someone i don't know uh, it was never mentioned that she was married yeah no. but but i mean yeah I, I think enos has always just been a a, a, a sideshow to be honest a side <laughs> act so yeah not a sideshow yeah no, not sideshow that's what that sounds the like. toast of i now that's a sideshow oh Right. Okay. Let's very quickly, event, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah. Let's very have a quick, very quickly have a look at this other side. So you can see there's a lot of characters we haven't seen yet. Uh, okay. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, I'm assuming it, if they've got a picture, we have seen them at some point. If they've got a picture, we've seen them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. But if you if you can actually just like have a look at it, the overarching thing, it pretty much matches up. Yeah. There's a little bit as as one would expect around that the Jonas section that yes. looks different. But apart from that, it's pretty much exactly. Yeah. So the there's same. no Jonas. So therefore, Hannah Hannah's in a different spot. Yeah. But apart from that, it's pretty much the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. So any anything else uh, you want to talk about in terms of the family tree? Um. Uh, well, I mean, they are all they are all Tiedemans, I guess. Or they're all. I mean, they're uh, they, yeah. I mean, they, they, I think Egon. <laughs> they've got this wrong. They're saying the CUC are the origin, but it's actually Egon. <laughs> 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 because he he cheats on Doris with Hannah, that gives birth to Claudia, who who um, gets with Tronta, which is incestuous in and of itself. Because Tronta is his own great. Hold on, 
great uh, Tronta is his own great grandfather because <laughs> because, <laughs> because he, he will be born from the union of Agnes and the CC and Agnes is his great granddaughter yeah okay yeah so yeah oh yeah so he's his own great great grandfather but either way I mean it feels like everything just comes down from that Tiedemann line really apart yeah. from the, Do- the Dopplers but I did have a theory in my matrix that said Peter Doppler is related to Claudia I'm just trying to think it through in my head um well doesn't doesn't look like it by marriage yeah probably because and of because into charlotte and then by marriage yes because into charlotte by marriage therefore he's the father of elizabeth elizabeth is by marriage into noah and noah is is related to uh, claudia through cilia yeah yeah, so I, I don't know whether I'll give myself green on that. That's, that's, like, <laughs> no. that's, that's a long, that's a distant relationship. Listen, it everyone's related some way. Like, it it might come, yeah, it might come down to the no, wire. No, it's it's not. It's it's through marriage twice. You can't say they're related. <laughs> yeah, listen, if I had a rich relative that I was related to through marriage twice, you better believe I'd be claiming them <laughs> as a relative. Be like knocking their door down, be like, "Hello, friend, distant yeah. cousin. Let's let you let's get close to each other so I can be in your will." Um, yeah, I, I, I think that that was my main theory coming out of this. I'm trying to think if this disproves anything that I've seen thus far. I don't think it does. Apart from, um, I had Katarina's parents in on the Sigmunda stuff, which, <laughs> based on where they're sitting in this, makes me think they're probably not. They were just bastards. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, that's pretty much that. I, I think I, I will just state for anyone who's like sort of worried about all. Also- I have continuously told Conrad. This is the website. I've clicked season three, episode seven. This could change. Extra things could be added in. More faces yeah. could, you know. So this is this is where he's up to at this point. Having said that, it's also a, at this point, it's a representation of what is on Eva's floor. So yeah. if Conrad had been like the rest of us and paused the screen and properly looked at it, he would have known this six episodes ago. Um, yeah. at, at that point, he would have known, like, Listen, most people, if not all people listening to this podcast, whenever whenever um, we found out that that future girl's name was Celia, we all knew what was happening. Because on that family tree, we had already seen that Bartos and Celia have Noah and Agnes. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, so this is, aside from the um, the one or, two time, one or two times that family tree has been shown on screen, this is the first time I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it. And this is the first time I'm properly analyzing it. And to be honest, this is, only the second time I've been to this website. The first time was you sent me a link just before, our, uh, just after our first episode, and said, "Oh, this is quite cool to check out." And then, like five minutes later, sent me a message being like, "Actually, there's a there's a thing, few things on here that might be slightly spoilery, so don't look at it." So that was like six months ago, and I haven't been on this website since. Yeah. So the reason why I told I, I, the spoilery stuff, if I'm honest with you, was the fact that in episode one, if you go to this website and go to episode one, season one. Egon Tiedemann is on it, and that really annoyed me because Egon Tiedemann isn't doesn't appear till the third episode, so that yeah. already shows you that we're going to be in different time zones. So that's yeah. why I told you not to go to it anymore. Yeah, but but I mean, generally speaking, um, yeah, I haven't been I haven't really been spoiled on anything, and I don't view this as spoiling anything because, as you say, I would have got this information if I'd have looked at the floor. Exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so uh, let's do some questions now. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. A stranger from the outside. Okay, the first question we are going to ask today comes from uh, an email, and it says, uh, Assuming Enos never took into consideration that Mikkel's stories, uh, including the letter, might be true, 
and giving her credit as someone medically trained, does Conrad still doubt her as a genuine caring mother? Uh, and considering judgment, uh, uninformed about time shit of the circumstances, Michael's best option to grow up as healthy as possible. So basically the question is, do you think that she was actually right in drugging him to make him normal or forget forget because she's medically trained should we give her the benefit of the doubt basically that she was actually doing because doing it because she cares about him and not just trying to entrap a child uh i mean i think i i think i don't think those ideas are mutually exclusive like she does obviously care about him i think she cares about him a huge amount uh, one might say too much because uh he represents to her potential like her last chance to have a child i think um so she is infatuated with him. She, I, I think she does love him and she wants to keep him safe. And But she also is guilty of thinking that she is the only one who can keep him safe. Uh, so I, I don't think we should excuse her for drugging a child to keep them docile and, and stop them from trying to pursue uh, a passage back to their correct time. Mm-hmm. But I guess ultimately it's difficult because where we're sitting, we know that, as as you've said, in in this in this um in, in this recording that what's what has happened will always happen and will always continue to happen so mm-hmm. th- we can sit here kind of a- extracted from that and say well there would have been no point in her trying to help him escape because he would have always fail to escape so she might as well just make his life as comfortable in 1986 as possible but i think you know when you actually look at that situation she 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 may have had his best interests at heart and i think fair enough mm-hmm. that's that i'm not going to judge her for that but but she didn't necessarily know what was best for him yeah she did like and that's the thing and i think i think it does come down to this um was what she was doing potentially better for him in the long run because she couldn't do anything in terms of time travel with him probably maybe but was she trying to hide what she was doing did yeah. she take him to a psychiatrist yeah no <laughs> She didn't like she what she was she was it it was selfish in nature because yeah. she didn't want to lose this child and she maybe knew that's what she because was doing was wrong because yeah. she was hiding it yeah but maybe that's because she 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 genuinely believed that you know she he was best with her like she could raise him well um, yeah. and like what we've seen of Michael she did a good job like he does he he see he seems I I like the character of Michael Carnval uh, yeah. so you know she didn't you know whatever she did like I, I don't think enos is a, is a horrible like you know i don't think she i don't think enos is as bad as other characters in the show having said that when they explicitly show her secretly stealing drugs and giving them and then secretly drugging him with them we do we do have to treat that uh as 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 the 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 meme it is let's be honest yeah and i i think we might have said this before, I think, but Enos is quite a shallow character. There's not that much to her beyond she is a woman who has lost a child and can, or can no longer have children. And so she is infatuated with, with keeping Mikkel uh, around. Mm-hmm. And I think when, unfortunately, with a character like that, when you compare them to someone like, I don't know, let's say Ulrich, um, it's it's easy to come across as being very negative about her character because really the only thing we see about her character is this negative thing she does whereas with some like Ulrich he gets a lot more screen time there's a lot more opportunities to discuss some of the positive things Ulrich does or some of the slightly redeeming uh, moments in his character arc which maybe makes it seem a bit imbalanced but to be clear what Enos does isn't as bad as beating a child to death with a rock uh, or, or seemingly beating a child to death with a rock yeah, well, I would agree. I would agree. All right. <laughs> Thanks very much for that uh, question, uh, the emailer there. Um, okay, so let's go for a question from old Vic Disco. Uh, and Vic says, hey, guys. Hey, Vic. 
Uh, question for you both. It's obvious that Marta's letter was intentionally meant to deceive Jonas. Do you mm. think there's any another uh, any? Do you think there's another meaning in the writing? Did Marta subconsciously write it for another purpose? I watched the episode again, and I found it has a lot of clues about their fate. Thoughts? I'd probably have to actually hear the text. Yeah, I, I knew reading this question, you wouldn't have uh, hit. But, but yeah, I, th I think. I mean, I think obviously it was designed to deceive um, deceive. Jonas. But with that said, I think there are several examples in this show of innate bonds between characters who uh, that are kind of inexplicable. Um, so uh, the characters say things to one another or behave in certain ways that can only really be explained by there being something else that is pulling these characters together beyond just the, the sort of mirroring of time. And th this could easily be an example of that. Yeah, okay. I, um, all right. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have at least one one episode of me not not having to stall all the time because of this but then yeah. we're gonna go into the oa and i'll have to do it all over again okay yeah. so um <laughs> eric asks now we've covered a lot of this question but there is a part at the end which i'd like you to touch on eric asks okay. for conrad casual uh ca no, sorry causal loop complete story wrapped up wait there's an episode left uh what is cloudy up to and this is the part i really want you to focus on because we've talked about the rest is it part of the loop? Um, so what is she up to? I think she's going to teach the world to heal through the power of song. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, she's going to get Adam and Eva together. Send an down the wheel. All the way down. Adam Sorry, I should have said down the cave. Dance. Down the cave. Down the cave. Yeah, you missed a shot. I missed an opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think she's... I think she knows about she's she's the only per, this is the pro, I feel like this show is basically very very subtly extolling the the virtues of listening to science because she's the only fucking scientist in this show and she's the one who's like no this is how the physics of this situation work just stop touching things and listen to me all right <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what she's doing i think um so i think she's figured out if my theory is right that there is this kind of third world that the split this origin world that the split actually came from and she needs to uh, she's figured out a way to kind of like reverse engineer that um but it is going to require either and uh, Adam, I guess, to cooperate as to what that will look like, I, I, I really have uh, no idea. But the, the the idea of this being part of the loop, I don't, I don't think so. I think everything we see in episode eight is not part of the loop. That's my call on that. Okay, interesting. Uh, we have, we have also like that. that I'm not. I'm, there's no conclusive evidence of anything in either direction at this point. Um, but it's interesting that you say that you think it won't be. Um, but the, that question is still in the air. Whether what Cloudy is doing is still in the loop. I will say, however, we have talked in the past, Connor, haven't we, about uh, the idea that now that these these uh, the splitting happens, that we've got two realities. Like, mm. does the loop exist across both realities? Or is it just that those... Like, when they took... Whenever they save Jonas, did, like, in my mind, because that Jonas went into the reality without Eva, it's like they stole him from his reality. So in my mind, it's okay if the loop... If the loop exists in one reality, that's all it needs to exist in, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, that's what the, the Infinity <laughs> Symbol... Um, diagram kind of kind of uh, demonstrates that like as it'll always loop back on itself through one reality or another so it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter if it's only in one yeah exactly okay uh belinda conrad what if any uh, uh were the big surprises in this episode for you um they they were mainly there weren't really that many plot surprises i don't think um 
Just the defa- the family reveal stuff to get your 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 uh like the Cilia and Bartov stuff. Obviously, yeah. That- so the, the, the Cilia and Bartov stuff and the the, the, the Noah Bartov stuff was awesome. I'd kind of like I sort of managed to predict it a little bit ahead of time, but it was still I guess surprising to me. Uh, it was it was a pleasant surprise to have it confirmed. Uh, and also old Claudia showing back up um, at the end of the loop, if that is indeed what it is, was awesome. I think the really surprising stuff to me though was. So it was more kind of like low-key character work like the bit where Jonas tries to kill himself oh well, I mean yeah like he he tries to hang himself I was gonna say um he, he he like does kill himself and then and then like time intervenes but I'm not gonna get into that again it's too it's too complicated um well young Helga <laughs> two Helgas uh. <laughs> we don't know we've got another episode technically there are two Helgas like you are right should we give you that <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll, I'm not going to retroactively go back and take points away from myself, but I will go back and give myself points if if, it, if push comes to shove. Uh, when you said there were two Halgas, Halgas way back in season one, I remember in my head I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he's called it already. He's done it again. Uh, I was completely wrong. Um, yeah, I, I so I think uh, I I think the it, like him trying to kill himself was really shocking to me that they would depict that and um adam killing hannah as well I, uh, like I'm, I'm, or stranger adam killing hannah i think it, in retrospect that makes sense as an end for for hannah's arc but to actually see it depicted was was really shocking to me so i think most of the really surprising moments were not necessarily big plot reveals it was just characters doing things that we haven't seen them haven't seen them do before we saw a lot of characters pushed to the absolute breaking point Mm-hmm. Um, and in some cases beyond it, which was which was really cool to see um, and 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 really surprising. Awesome. Uh, okay, so another question from MH here: uh, Where did Young Cilia uh, get the scar from? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, she's had it since like the eighties, I guess. If, if that is indeed where Hannah was hanging out, like, there is so... no scar on Baby Cilia. Oh, sorry, we didn't see. We, oh, we didn't know. I'm thinking of Baby Agnes. We didn't see Baby Cilia. Young yeah, Cilia, there's a scar. Yeah. yeah, we saw a lot of like eight or however old she is, and that like when she comes to when she comes to 1911. What I've always said, scar. what I've always said in my videos is that it's probably a tricycle accident. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could easily be, or or you know, like toddlers just walking into table edges. Uh, you know, yeah. their head's the perfect height for it. So, and and Hannah, you know, as I've said before, she loves her kids. She's not the best mum, so she probably you know left. She probably got drunk. And and left, and left like a left like a, a drawer open in the kitchen, and so you just waddled in and banged her head on it, and that's how she got the scar. Yeah, and let's let's be honest, like <laughs> speaking about the show in a meta way, uh, they decided to give Cilia a scar before, bef- like at the end of season one, whenever before they changed their minds about what they were doing. Like I'm telling you now, that character probably wasn't originally Hannah's child. Like you know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I stand by my Cilia is alt martyr. <laughs> like. <laughs> I've never been when 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 Alt Martyr gets her face cut open by by Eva. I've never been more convinced that Celia and her are the same person. <laughs> uh, okay, um, right. Christopherson uh, Christopherson Tofferson says <laughs> you pronounce that so weirdly. Christopherson like Christopherson Christopherson Tofferson. Oh, all right. Yep. Great. Nailed it. Oh, Christofferson. Is that is that Christo- a is that a, yeah, is that a, is that a, is that a yeah. first name as well as a last name? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I mean, I say that. I have nothing to base that on. I'm just assuming. I'm <laughs> assuming Miss, Mr. Tofferson wouldn't lie to us. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Christofferson says, um, <laughs> "Hey guys, question, for- <laughs> Mr. Tofferson." <laughs> right uh sorry we're not we're not like if that is your legit name we're not laughing at the name i'm laughing at conrad knowing 
<laughs> oh, okay, okay. In this episode, we see a full cycle pass, and yet we don't see either Adam or Eva's death. How do you think these deaths will occur, and why do you think the creators chose not to show them? Dot, dot, dot. Um, yet. Yeah, I, I think... I think what is going to happen to them is them is going to have to require them to do it together. So, like, they, they jump into a portal of some description and get obliterated in the same way that Marta did. That I, I, I think... I don't know if the loop has always ended with them dying um, or if it has, I could see it ending with them dying in a different way or, you know, dying, um, like killing each other or something like that. So yeah, I, 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 I'm not a hundred percent sure how they're going out, but I think they're going out in the same way. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> as a side note, so side note, Mr. Tofferson says, uh, as much as I've enjoyed being an Anthony for dark, I'm switching sides to the OA. Go team Conrad. Yes. Nice. Comrade Conrad reporting for GC. Tofferson? <laughs> I'll see you after class. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, last question. I'm going to go last question, guys. If, if you didn't get a question into this episode, I apologize. Uh, but we can uh, get you in. Come and join us on the Dark Discussions, yeah. uh, which is going to be on Tuesday, 9 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, UK time. Join us, and you will be able to ask us oh, questions. Yes. To your heart's content, or put a, put uh, put uh, one on the season three episode eight uh, podcast, and then you I can ask sort of they don't all have to be live questions. I can ask some that aren't live. Okay, so Venla, I'm going to give Venla the last go. Okay, and she says you can work together on this one. See why I chose it. Uh, what is your understanding of the journey that the For Charlotte Pocket Watch? goes through oh the years. God, Benla, what are you doing to me? Like this where, is <laughs> where does it begin and end? Well, we um, know it be- I think it does begin back with the townhouses. It must be made by HG townhouse though, right? It has to be. He's a no, clockmaker. No, no, no. Come on. He's a clockmaker. Like <laughs> of course it starts with him. No, no, come on. This is we're already we're already disagreeing now. <laughs> like, who uh, well what other person makes How a did it get like, back like, in time? No, but his but clockmaking might be his family thing. Like it started off with a townhouse back. It started off with back with the Hunrick townhouse. Uh, I don't know if they strike me as clockmakers. They seem like just kind of rich industrialists. Wait, will me. you give me your theory of how the how the watch got back there? I mean, to be honest, I can't even remember where we first saw <laughs> where we first saw it. But we when we first saw we first saw it when in episode four of season one when so Elizabeth, Elizabeth was given it by Noah. But the first the earliest time we saw it was whenever. Um, uh, Heinrich Tannhaus had Heinrich it and, in yeah. like eight, in eighteen ten or whatever, or whatever yeah, twenty two or something. So who? But who had it? It could have been given to him by anyone though. Right, Conrad's not up to this task. I'll give it a go, Venla. No. So <laughs> listen, all right. Conrad doesn't pay attention to the details. Like Claudia went back in time. Look, Claudia's got one of those balls by the end of this episode. She popped back to like seventeen twenty or something. It was like, oi, Tannhaus. This watch is important. It would be like you're, someone in your family made it, and they gave no, it to him. No, no, no. Let's I go back to 2050. Well, if, if that's the case, why are you starting off in the middle of the? Like, let's talk about the start of it. Like, <laughs> you're starting off in the middle, or in. So basically, what I think, right? I think it starts off with the townhouses back in the day. Definitely, right. definitely does. Gary comes, kills him, yeah. takes the watch, right? Because Heinrich Tannhaus has it. It goes to um, Gustav Tannhaus. He's holding it with the book. Um, he gets killed by Gary. Gary takes it, gives it to Eva. Then, yes. e- then, then we know that the stranger Marta leaves it with Jonas, stranger Jonas in eighteen in the eighteen eighties. He then 
takes he then keeps it till he's Adam, gives it to Noah, who then yeah. gives it to Elizabeth. Yeah. And then where does it go from there? It goes after that. I can't remember where it goes after Elizabeth gets it. I feel like it must yeah. go somewhere else. Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte takes it off her because she has it in the bunker in season two when they're when they're uh, theorizing. Yeah, maybe, maybe Charlotte and Ellie just kept it into the into the like on their persons into their sort of post-apocalyptic life. Yeah, because I well I, I know for for sure the pocket watch is not a bootstrap paradox like other things. Like I, I don't think like as you say, Cloudy is going back and giving it Cloudy to. Took it back. <laughs> Cloudy took it back. She, hey, she got it. She <laughs> she it, like they had barter system with H. She found out. She was like, look, you need to fix this time machine. Uh, and I'll like, and I'll buy a watch off of you in exchange for that. I know that doesn't really make sense, to be honest. I was theorizing, I was figuring that out as I was saying it, and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Well, I think, I think I'm going to persevere with it anyway. I think what this question has re- has has made us realize, Conrad's really good at analyzing TV shows and predicting. My strength lies in the pedantic analysis yeah. of, of items' movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you want to if you want to track where a penny has been and where it's going. Anthony's your man. I'm your man. <laughs> Whereas if, if you want, so, if you want to give someone crumbs of of of, of foreshadowing to cook, to completely predict the whole show, Conrad's your man. I think I think I add more value if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I think that's more important. It's more important to. Well, you couldn't do it with a gun though, could you? We talked about like, like I, t- I try to give I give you like this. Yeah, you did ju- well with the gun. I'll give you that. I give you a juicy steak and say, oh, where do you think? How do you think this gun got to Claudia in 2052? And you was like, no, I think it's a, I think it's just a different no, the gun. gun. No, it is a different gun. It's like I'm, I've cooked you a prime sirloin steak here for you to tuck into. And but I think, reject- you know what, the fact of the matter is that gun's the exception that proves the rule. And you <laughs> and, 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 and you coming to me is just proof in itself. You're coming to me because you know I'm the man. I'm the man <laughs> yeah. for the, with the answers. You've got, a, you've got a certain set of skills. <laughs> yeah, I've got a certain set of skills. I will pause a Netflix account multiple times to, to track an item's movement uh, <laughs> although i will say you did well with the gun analysis back in the end of season two that's what you did yeah yeah that was fun i did enjoy doing that but i mean that was all in one episode like if it's in one episode i can do it but as soon as we go after that that's why when venler initially asked this question i was like i've got no fucking idea where this watch started or finished <laughs> <laughs> like- there's a there's a video on youtube of someone who tracked the time machine like the the 33 year time machine from its beginning to its end and it's just coming it's literally spending 10 seconds 30 seconds on each po- 10 seconds 20 seconds on each point and in text it says where it is it's a 25 oh, minute video oh my god yeah <laughs> like I, I, I will watch that when this when this series finished and i have nothing but admiration for people who are able to follow that kind of stuff because i anything with science or anything with stuff moving around I'm just like you know what I'll see the cl- I'll see the watch when I see it. <laughs> you know what? You'll, I trust you to show me when that's important TV show because I'm gonna as as gone as in the back of the head now. All right, excellent. Right, well, guys, there we go. That, that is uh, episode 32 of the Arthur Life Podcast. The next episode is going to be season three, episode eight. We've yeah, we it's, it. it's 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 we've done We're it. Here. We're almost there, so it's going to be great. Uh, thanks very much for coming with us on this journey. I'm really yes. looking forward. To, I'm really looking forward to the next journey. We've got a whole other ideas for the future. We're thinking about Twin Peaks. We're thinking about uh, Glitch. We're thinking about possibly uh, The Leftovers. We're thinking about Equinox, which has just come out. 1899. Guys, there's loads in the future for this podcast, and we're really, really looking forward to it. So come with us on this journey, as Conrad predicts every show ever. All right, Conrad, I'm just going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the After Dark Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode.